it's getting darker when the sun is gone and it's tough on the streets you can still feel the heat they watch wild nights they watch wild Hello and welcome back to Baywatch Watch. I'm Charlie. And I'm Zach. And we're back. We've got a great guest with us today. She is a writer for the television show Dexter New Blood. She is a returning guest and she is currently 12 feet away from me. <laughs> Please welcome back uh, Alex Franklin. Ooh. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? Hello, Alex. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, oh. thanks for being here yeah. thank you so much guys it's truly a pleasure especially uh, venturing into this new this like sort of new offshoot territory yeah yeah uh so the last episode we had you on was the uh terrible 2017 baywatch movie episode oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> um so but you've, now, seen, you've seen one proper episode of Baywatch. I don't remember which one. I don't know if you remember. Alex, it was it was head. it was also a, a sibling episode. She saw the wow, one where okay. where uh, Buzz. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the, uh, Uncle Buzzy, Mitch's, Mitch's brother. Yeah, right. where Mitch is the the first Mitch's brother because there was a recast yeah. later on. Yes. Um, okay. but similarly, um, both Mitch and Ryan have ne'er do well. True. Siblings. Wow, yes. that is kind of fun. These mm-hmm. two episodes, yeah. Okay, these two episodes. Um, and uh, Alex, you were so inspired by this episode that immediately after it end, you put on the movie Mulholland Drive to go back to sleep. Yeah, did you, you really did. <laughs> yes, she did. Oh, I, I love Mulholland Drive, yeah. by the way. So and yeah, because this actress is uh, one of the <laughs> main roles main in Mulholland Drive. Yeah, in Mulholland Drive. Right. Wow. Yeah, I didn't really have like the bandwidth to actually watch the movie, but I was just like, whoa, this lady's actually really, really legit. Um, So I just put it on as background noise and fell asleep within 30 (laughs) seconds. I'm sure if I gave it another shot, I would love it. I love it. That is funny. The idea of. I, I, I love that, but the idea of going to sleep to, yeah, any David Lynch film. Is this is <laughs> not actually out of the ordinary. Um, there was a time that I walked in and Alex uh, had put on the John Wayne Gacy documentary. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Even worse, I would say, because it's reality. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm lulled into a slumber by other people's trauma. I, okay. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know what this says about me, but I should probably talk to my therapist about it or something. <laughs> and this also, uh, Mulholland Drive features an early Justin Thoreau role. Yeah. Uh, who is, uh, I loved in The Leftovers. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also the writer and of Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's right yes. i think he's also either the writer or co-writer of i want to say iron man 2 yeah it's one of those so. marvel films yeah i think that's yeah the... so quite a career yeah um, really, yeah wide range but uh yeah so we ventured into uh baywatch nights uh alex will tell you up front that uh we were introduced uh to a new cast member who appeared in the credits in the last episode but did not appear in the episode and then appeared in this episode for a H- line and a half hilarious <laughs> they're like just say hi and get out of here say hi and get out of here we'll give you a cooler walk off so that man uh Eddie Cibrian is a uh main character yeah 
but still don't really know much about him. He's he just seems to be a photographer in the opening credits, but in this one he's doing some like um stakeout. Stakeout, yeah. But he, it's like he's new to the job. So he's I don't new. still not clear what but is he this also guy's supplies deal. them with with equipment their or camera or? lenses. Okay, so I guess he is a photographer that decides to help them out with stakeouts, which is strange, but yeah. I guess it would make sense. You need a camera guy like True. Yeah. Cracker Jack team. I truly when they after the sun goes down um opening credit sequence, I truly gasped when I saw Eddie Cibrian was in this because uh. Eddie Cibrian is a very very important um figure in the housewives mythology. Uh, really? Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. He used to be married to Brandy Glanville, who's a real housewife of Beverly Hills, and then famously cheated on her with Sheena Shea, um, who is in Vanderpump Rules. Um, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And left, eventually left this woman for Leanne Rhimes. For um, Leanne Rhimes. Whoa. Oh, I remember going. the Leanne Rhimes controversy. Yeah, okay. okay a few and was Leanne ago. Rhimes like married at the time? I remember there was some kind of controversy. Yes. That's the one. Okay. Yes. This is the guy. Okay. Yes, they were both married to their into their individual spouse. Was Martina wow. McBride involved in that in some way too? Or was there just a separate there was like a Martina McBride controversy mm. as well? Wow. Well, Martina McBride is wonderful because she sort of lives the country life that she sings about. (laughs) Uh, I, I think like Miranda or Martina McBride. Wait, no, Miranda Miranda Lambert Lambert or Miranda Miranda Lambert. Okay, never mind. Yeah, uh, Martina McBride's uh, contribution was. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm. I have one follow-up question. Did Shania Twain write a song about this entire thing uh, called "When He Cheats"? Oh, you know what's so interesting? Do you know Shania Twain's story, Zach? Um, not really. Wait, she's Canadian, I believe, right? Is this true? Yes. Or, okay, I, I don't know a ton about her, though. Yeah. So her husband cheated on her with her best friend. Ooh. And then basically what these women ended up doing was just trading husbands. So Whoa. Shania Twain ended what? up with her best friend's husband. Okay. And her best friend That's ended best up. case scenario, right? Everything <laughs> works out, right? Oh, sure. <laughs> Everyone stays cool with each other, right? Yeah, everyone's cool. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine things are really copacetic and healthy, yeah. so I'm not worried about any part That of happens that is wild. in that, wow. the movie, which I saw in theaters long ago and then never saw again, but I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happens in the movie The Family Stone. Do you remember okay. that movie? I remember that name. I don't. Rachel yeah. McAdams and Luke Wilson, and it's okay. about uh, uh, people coming back together. It's it's very similar to like a, it's like a less, uh, what do you call it? Acclaimed version of like August Osage County. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's okay. like a drama happens. I think diane keaton is the matriarch she's got cancer so they all come back to say goodbye to her and okay. then people start cheating but people start trading spouses and i believe the end okay. is just like a swap yeah okay i the part that worries me about that what you said is like all the it's like all this family comes back but you're oh, saying yeah. like the they're the, 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 the spouses are not spouses their are, family okay. by association not by blood good, good. <laughs> It's it's not a one to one swap. So like, I believe it is a one to one swap. I believe there is like two people are together and they're having problems, and then two other people to get are together having problems. One cup, one p- part of that pair starts cheating. The other pair finds out, and in the process, develops a connection with each other. Okay. 
No. And then, no, that's not what happened. Oh, I don't remember. So you explain. Yeah, explain what happens. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Baywatch Nights. Yeah, sure. uh, this is now. This is Family Baywatch Stone chat. chat. Okay. All right. So, Give me a recap. So basically, Dylan McDermott and Sarah Jessica Parker are in a relationship together. Right. And so he brings Sarah Jessica Parker home for um, the holidays. The holidays. And she's really not fitting in with the family. They're kind of loud and gregarious, and she's more introverted, maybe a little more naturally cold. So she sort of finds herself. But Diane Keaton has cancer, right? Don't worry. She still has cancer. Okay. Um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> what ends up happening is Dylan McDermott's former girlfriend, Claire Danes, also stops by to say hi to um, uh, the dying mom. And then he's like, oh, my God, I love my ex-girlfriend. Meanwhile, Sarah Jessica Parker seeks solace with Luke Wilson, and they end up together. So it's not a swap. It's okay. not a one-to-one swap. I was almost there. You were almost there, sweetheart. Okay, okay. It wasn't like <laughs> I totally remembered. But, yes, it's not a one-to-one. It's a, it's a one and three-quarters or something. Yes. It's what, a three-quarter yes. swap, yeah. Yes. May I ask, what's Luke Wilson's deal? Who is he in relation to this family? The brother. And um, then oh, okay. Rachel McAdams is also in the film, right? She has nothing to do with the swap. Right. She's, a go- she's goth or something? No, I oh. mean, she just, like, beats her own drum. I don't think she... She's I, depressed I, I, or something. I don't know. Everybody's depressed. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> In 2005, if you were depressed, you were goth. Sorry. That's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's how movies just like, they, like they black makeup, black clothes, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, um, I feel like there's like there's like a scene and I'm, I'm just remembering and I'm also assuming because this would happen in there. The way that you show that she's a rebel is she goes into the basement and opens a small window and smokes next to it. Oh, sure. <laughs> in order to be like, you're not supposed to smoke in the house. It's like, well, it's too cold outside. Yeah. Um, I've seen my family. I thought that was Rachel getting married. Honey, I think you are blending a bunch of movies together. No, that happens in so many movies. It also happens okay. in the Royal Tenenbaums. It ha- the people smoking next to windows is not exclusive to Rachel getting married, which I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So back to Baywatch Nights. We got a recap mm-hmm. of uh, it, and and it's good because this refreshes my memory. I'd completely forgotten that Sarah Jessica Parker and Dylan McDermott were in that movie. So, um, but uh, there we go. And yeah. they're the they're the they're the swap couple. Uh, part of it. Wait, no who swapping she in this seeks episode, solace right? with? Luke Wilson. Luke yeah. Wilson, right? Okay. Did I say yeah. Dylan McDermott? I meant to say Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney. I yeah. always get those two confused. Yeah, wow, those are two names that are kind of similar. Because I was like, Dylan McDermott, he's, he would not, he doesn't kind of seem to, but Dermot Mulroney fits a little better. Okay. Well, let's talk about season one, episode <laughs> 12, Thin Blood. I believe thin the blood. idea is that blood is supposed to be thicker than water. Yes. And now this blood is thin. Right. Uh, but I mean, it's like pushed to its limits. Like, she gets away with almost everything. Almost, and then at the end, Ryan's like, I'm turning you in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we open in a very steamy alley in New York City. Hilarious. I love it just because we all know it's L.A., and they just added steam to, like, an alleyway. Steam, yeah. I mean, I I believe this set has been used in Baywatch many times just without the (laughs) steam. Uh, We got a car pulling up, and they're talking about what they're going to do when they get away with the money. They're going to go to Rio. 
and then he's like, don't panic on me, whatever happens. I guess this is Chekhov's panic. <laughs> because she immediately panics. Yeah. Um, he gets out with it, a brief. Yeah. yeah. I was just, it's, I, you brought that back up. I had forgotten about it, but it is weird that they kind of paint her as like panicking in these moments because she's like a mastermind throughout the episode. Yes. Basically. She always knows what she's doing. Yes. And always manipulating people. So it's strange that then the beginning right. they'd be like, oh, oh, oh my God. The, and you know, what happened? Until the guns start shooting. I, I mean, which these are insane guns. The wow. Uzi. He's got an, <laughs> this one guy pulls out an Uzi. I was like, geez. Yeah, I found it a little strange that, like, I mean, I totally understand the concept of a getaway car and why they're necessary in moments yeah. like these. But he did ask her to drive into an open gun. Yes. Set. Yeah. I found that so strange. I was like, I've never seen a getaway car. It's like you come to the scene of the conflict. <laughs> so here's the deal. We're going to rob the bank and then you're going to drive the car straight drive, into the bank. Drive into the bank. Yeah. And you're, you're going to pick us up. Okay. Just crash through those windows and then we'll drive away. It's like, that's not how it works. You get away and then jump into the getaway car. So yeah, much so about like yeah. Broke the social contract of like getaway car. Yeah. So like, to me, it's like if she's gonna have a reaction to that, which honestly, to me, I read as more offended than panicked. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck this. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, she's she, a mastermind here. What the yeah? Her her, her sense of uh, decency has been offended. Yeah. Um, there's also this is jumping all the way ahead. To the end of the episode sure. message of this episode when garner says very plainly mitch if you hadn't been there with that gun oh yeah would it still be the very pro gun message oh, yeah. <laughs> good guy with a gun is. good guy with a gun he's like was, mitch, yeah. mitch is experiencing i guess he's have ptsd this, from yeah, for killing the first a time a little bit of remorse yeah, about killing time. someone because he's killed and other then, people Garner's oh, like, he has? yeah, I was he has. You guys, that I was just like, oh no, was that his first time? It's like this, the the sixth yeah, or seventh, six, seven, okay, yeah, something. And like caused the death of other people, including the member I, I showed you, Alex. I called you into the room yes. with the the, <laughs> the 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 stunt driver who <laughs> drove yes. off the cliff. <laughs> and here's the thing: I would argue, unless I'm forgetting one, this is probably the most justified killing yes. he's done too, because like Garner, Garner said, this guy was about to shoot him. Yes, this was, I, I would say this was a, a justifiable homicide. Yeah. Um, but at the end, yeah, Garner's like, hey, Mitch, you yeah. hadn't been there with that. And he specifically says, with that gun. <laughs> and I, I, what's really funny about it, too, is that, like, I think Garner killed someone right before that. Too. Right before that. He's like, shot him have, three I times. That bad. And it no. did the, like, video game thing where the, the, the person gets shot and then they are like, oh, now I'm going to jump off oh, the roof. Amazing jump, actually. I was like, <laughs> yeah. wow. This person, whoever the stuntman was, was like, I'm going to have fun with this jump. Did a flip. Yeah. Guys, uh, I yeah. just found out something crazy. Oh, yeah, what? Okay, so this I was looking up who wrote this episode because I wanted to know if they were, like, pro-gun. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, whether or not they were, Is this like, also the Conjuring people? <laughs> yeah. We had that last week. <laughs> oh, so have you guys gone through? Last week we found. We didn't out look that through them all of them, but yeah, yeah Matt but that Adams the... okay. okay, there's a there's a really important credit. So him and his brother, who both wrote this episode, were the twins in the double gum double mint gum commercial. <gasps> Whoa. Okay. Whoa. So they were the twins in the double mint gum commercial, and then they went double on to gun. write The Conjuring. Uh, yes. <laughs> Interesting. Wow, that's great for them. Yeah, um, but I don't know their stance on guns. I'm assuming it's pro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this show would have to have I, 
television is a weird thing because like there's so many action movies where like like I remember when Jim Carrey was in Kick Ass Two, and okay. then he refused to do oh yeah any like, press almost, for it yeah because of the gun violence in the film, and I was like, you shot the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's true. <laughs> and then afterwards, he's like, I don't like it, and yeah. Wait. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You're just doing it for feedback, guys. And and, and weirdly, because it's like the last, the the plot is done, and then we get this like five minute scene in nights where yeah. Mitch is feeling guilty. Ryan is talking to Donna, who is a stranger still. <laughs> but Donna is like, wait. Alex asked me if. Donna was a call girl. Because <laughs> she was like, with the, when the limo pulled up and she got I, out yeah. and kissed the window. <laughs> Your guess is as good as ours. I It's still not clear what's going on. Also, oh, this is weird because at some point, Donna says to Charlie, um, and she's like, do you own this place? And she's like, yeah. almost, or something almost. like that. And I was like, wait, what is that? It's because it seemed like she owned it out last, last episode. So now I'm confused. What is going on here? And also, oh, Alex, she uh, Donna received bunch of flowers from i, I guess a, some kind of guy in the, fir the first episode she appeared in like okay. i guess that's like her boyfriend or something or what we don't know yeah. so maybe that's what the limo has something to do with but we're still not clear on that i really hope that i, I don't have faith that it will but i really hope that donna's backstory starts coming to light because it seems like they're bubbling up something interesting i just hope it's yeah. okay. I, yeah, I i hope so too. i suspect that it's what episodic television did back then where when they introduce new characters they try to act like they've been there the whole time so then yeah. they just like it was like because in the part where she's like hey like what's so-and-so up to and it's like hey it's ryan you know probably boring i know or how does she and it's yeah. like i was like how you just you met know? this person two days ago yeah he's predictable yeah that was it's rough so... that was rough <laughs> yeah unfair unfair assessment Donna. yeah, yeah i agree so yeah, so basically we've got this whole thing. Uh, she leaves her partner behind after he's shot in the the shoulder. Um, and, oh yeah, we. I, it's not clear exactly what's going on. This her partner, I think his name's Rex. Yes, he basically stole a million and a half from Miles from the people that were there representing Miles, this gangster. Um, and I don't. They don't make clear what was the exchange going to be. Were they going to give them drugs, which is an obscene amount of drugs for a million and a half? Yeah, a million. And a half. I think they only a, had a, a one briefcase. Wall Street wanted a special powder. Special so it's cocaine. Powder. Okay, so I don't. Yeah, I'm no expert on this, but it doesn't seem like a million and a half of cocaine would fit in a briefcase. Maybe I'm wrong. It seems like that. You, that's more like you're going to see like packs of it and right. Like when yeah. Oh, was so, it a it, but. Was it a briefcase for a briefcase? He had a briefcase. Or? He was like, hey, yeah, I got, yeah, exactly. That's how they painted it. Briefcase for a briefcase. And then he pulled out the Uzi on the guy and was like, give me the, give me the money. Got it. Okay. So he wanted the cocaine and the briefcase. But once again, we I find this funny. Cocaine. This is funny to me. The idea that this guy's a successful mobster, Miles, and he's buying cocaine off some random dude in the back alley. In an alley. For a million and a half. I'm like, wouldn't he what? have a whole distribution? He'd have, he'd have a whole yeah. distribution. Exactly. <laughs> so. I guess they just they didn't answer these questions. None of it really makes sense, but whatever. It's wow. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, uh, one guy gets oozied. Uh, <laughs> then he puts the Uzi down and gets out a pistol and shoots the other guy. So everybody's dead. But I think one guy might have been alive. I don't know. One guy but, was alive, but he was but yeah. Still Rex shot. gets shot as well. Rex gets shot, and then she panics and 
leaves him behind. Yeah. Or pretends to panic. Maybe she's like, fuck this. Yeah, maybe she's offended. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to uh, the detective agency, the PI agency. Uh, and Judge Rayburn's wife thinks he's sleeping with a defense attorney, so we never find out where that goes. I, I hate when they do this. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't introduce this stuff. It has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. I know, because I get excited. I was like, yeah. what? Like, are they fucking? Give me. Yeah. Give me. That's like, that, I want to follow that thread. Yeah. Exactly. They're even like, oh, yeah, he's got a house down at the bottom of the hill, like a second house. And, it's like, and that's okay, what they it send like it's Griff good. to. I, yeah, I guess. But then yeah, there's no follow up. Griff goes to that stakeout. Yeah. And we never find out. Was he? But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Because that could be a fun, steamy plot line. But no. <laughs> Can I ask a question about Mitch? Sure. Um, looking at this PI agency. Um, that I was just like, at first I was just like, is this a PI wing of the lifeguard? <laughs> you would yeah. think, right? So it's gone. It, oh, sorry. Did he get like a PI license? Or no, like, I don't, don't think so. Eventually somebody did. So there, there, for the first five episodes, it's not mentioned. And then all of a sudden... Mitch is studying for the PI exams. So for <laughs> okay, the first few okay. episodes, he was not licensed, and that was when he killed several people with no consequences. So that was before he was licensed. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe that's why he feels bad. This is his first licensed kill. Yes. <laughs> he's like he's like before. I was just I was just, just rogue. rogue. Who cares? Yeah. And now now I've got a responsibility <laughs> to uphold the yeah, PI code. Yeah. <laughs> by the um by the way I, I guys sorry i just found a i, I imagined an ending for the b plot of judge rayburn of course that we never got to see oh yeah is, um uh, mitch walking in judge rayburn's cheating with the i think it was the da or something like that and mitch goes the jury finds the defendant guilty <laughs> and then he pulls out a gun and shoots him and, oh. <laughs> because he's very violent with his guns and that's it oh man that would have been a real yeah. joke <laughs> or yeah. Garner comes back and goes, Judge Rayburn is actually Judge Cockburn. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out she because had an STD. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I really wow. wish they followed this other plot too. Oh well. Maybe next episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then, uh. <laughs> uh Ryan can't find her keys because she's got to get to the DMV. I, these are the kinds of things that I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what did you just, you're like, we got to feel 10 more seconds of time. 10 more right? seconds. <laughs> give her a line about find, not finding her you keys. Can, and then she just finds the keys moments later. You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, there's a knock at the door and it's Charlie yeah. who is uh, her sister, Ryan's sister. Yes. Returning um, Laura Herring, who was on an episode of Baywatch. Do you yeah. remember which one? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. What, what, what was she Season on? three, episode eight. Uh, thankfully, I had it right there on the IMDb for me. Um, it's the one where she plays Princess Catherine Landenberg. Oh, yes. Yes. What, a, what I thought back to it, I was like, that was one of the most absurd but entertaining episodes ever where a princess falls in love with Mitch Buchanan, the lifeguard. Right. And it's like, I want to give up my life of royalty for you. <laughs> is, that the, is that the one where the, the ghost is? The ghost. Like the or the one where they're staying at the hotel and the ghost. No, I think is, that's a different one. Oh, okay, yeah. that was there was yeah. there was one where this like is, a ghost keeps having sex with Mitch. I isn't. I think there's like a movie or maybe several movies that are kind of this plot though. But basically, it's like she's tired of the royal life and then meets a commoner, if you will, which is oh, Mitch yes. Buchanan, the lifeguard, and is like 
I've never had this much enjoyment in my life. Right. I want to leave Princess this all Diaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so wild. Like it's almost like like see, I want the feature of that. Like it seems like um we're focusing on the wrong things here, right? Like we need the Baywatch movie about the princess like falling in love with the commoner. Oh yeah. The plot of a of the DA fucking Cockburn. The DA is fucking Cockburn. Rayburn is fucking Cockburn. Uh yeah, I mean, so Alex, I, I don't know if I've, I've told you this, but apparently this was supposed to be a replacement for Baywatch. So this was supposed to be like Baywatch was going to end, Mitch wanted to do something else, so Baywatch Nights was going to be the spinoff, and that was eventually supposed to lead to the cancellation of Baywatch. Um, but this show never took off. Um, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> What we found in this is that um, Mitch is no longer the likable, responsible <laughs> lifeguard that he was in Baywatch and now is a weird creep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's always like, oh, hey, so, uh, yeah, like every time he's talking to a woman, he's like, he, th yeah. he thinks he has like massive amounts of charm, but I, I don't know, personally, I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah, when the lights go down, like I, I, I buy it less. I buy it less from the Hoff. And I and mm -hmm. I love the Hoff when the lights are up. You know, yes. like, yeah. like he really shines during the day. Um yeah. well the show whole show takes place during the day, this one. It too. is funny that yeah, they're, <laughs> it's like they're essentially it's almost always yeah. a daytime anyway. So like, nah, we're not gonna yeah. show it night. It's too much. <laughs> well, um, and also yeah. they they're trying to pepper in a little bit of lifeguarding stuff now where he like calls in the mm -hmm. riptide he's like <laughs> yeah i was like why it's <laughs> like hey hey i'm not a lifeguard i'm not a pi i'm just kicking it but hey there's a riptide so watch and out then proceeds to take her out we're on a wave runner yeah. <laughs> i was like he was like warning them to go to stay out of the water everybody and then she's just like ooh, a road like a yeah, jet yeah. Ski. and he's like yeah you want to try it whatever yeah yeah it's <laughs> So so now that she's here, she's like, uh, Mitch is like, hey, I'm about to go downstairs and grab, uh, grab something at the, the restaurant. Because now Nights is a restaurant. Before it wasn't. It was a bar. Now it's a restaurant, yeah. I guess. Nights used and, to be cooler, Alex. Yes. Oh, and Madonna took over. And, uh, it, it's, and, became, it sucks, and it became yeah. basically like the tilted kilt. Like, mm. um, or uh, what are they called? I, I, I also mentioned like Jimmy, Jimmy Buff. What is Jimmy Buffett? Margaritaville. Margaritaville, yeah, yeah. Just any one of those kind of restaurants that's like everyone's kind of dressed the same, the, the like the servers, and then it just the food is probably not that. I don't know. Right. It's, but yeah. uh, he wants to Nights go downstairs and have a yeah. Nights used to be a, it was a jazz and blues club. Yeah. And BB King performed there. They ruined it, Charlie. What happened? Rudy Giuliani came in. Yeah, he cleaned and, up the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's who was in that limo. Uh, that oh, was okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, basically, Ryan and Mitch are talking, or Mitch and Charlie are talking and says that Ryan uh, was Miss Texas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like, okay. Could have been Miss America. So and I wonder if that was something that Charlie, the actress, wanted to include because I, when I looked up her credits, she was also Miss USA. So she's yes. like, "What if we did like sort of like a <laughs> like a pageant angle?" And yeah, you're watching it later and being like, "I, I pitched that." That was oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, 
that wasn't in there. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> also the thing about losing her keys, that was also my idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, how are we going to justify that she's here for 10 more seconds rather than just having her do work? Uh, they're like, but uh, she's got yeah. this DMV appointment. Um, also here, this is when Mitch is like, hey, uh, Charlie, let me introduce you to my friend, uh, Donna. I wrote down, I'm like, uh, Donna, his transactional friend, because like, yes. honestly, I'm like, everything about their relationship in two episodes, I'm like, she's just like, hey, this is a guy that comes in nights all the time and spends money and I'll just be nice and friendly to him. I'm like, right. I don't think they're friends. Yeah, but she, I guess she also moonlights as a um, art, a, a clothes salesman, a trunk. That was a, a shocking development because once again, last episode, we, we were led to believe she owns this place. So we're yeah. like, okay, she's successful. But now she's like selling clothes out of her trunk. So I don't know what her I don't is. think she's selling the clothes. It sounds like what she says is that the trunk was full of clothes in case she needs them. And that's a lot of clothes in case she needs them. She, though, said right? she called it like her, her go go trunk or grab and go trunk or something like that okay. so it's like and didn't charlie say to ryan i'll pay you back for the clothes so did she end up buying these clothes off of this woman maybe is she selling clothes out of her trunk i don't know man I... mysterious yeah are things not going well for donna <laughs> I, I kind of feel like maybe not yeah again we're focusing on the wrong thing yes i need oh, to know now life started falling apart like my this god leak, I, you guys she's she selling her body she's selling her clothes out of the trunk i i'm <laughs> i'm kind of feeling like she's in major debt or something because like even in the ep last episode she was constantly like hey whatever i can do to get you to spend more money mitch yes she looks like she's always she's trying to like with money raising money so she might be in serious debt oh yeah i found it here it's a ready set go trunk is what ready, she calls set, go it trunk okay so, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I mean, then, that's a lot of lot of clothes in there, but yeah. I also liked. I wonder if this was like a branding thing, but when they're like, "Hey, I love your, I love your clothes," and she's like, "Donna <laughs> DKNY," and she's like, "No, Josh M." Yeah, <laughs> that's Josh M. <laughs> I don't know what because DKNY is a real thing. Yeah, and then I looked up Josh M and found nothing. It's like Chris R from the room. Oh yeah, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. Chris R. Chris R, but yeah, Josh M. <laughs> uh, so the airlines lost her luggage, and uh, Donna's going to give her clothes. So then she picks out some stuff for her, um, including a bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, that was like her the yeah. first thing show for. She's like, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, she asked about Mitch and Ryan. Oh, yeah, this is what it was. It was like, what's going on with Mitch and Ryan? And Donna's like, how should I know if they don't? Which is mm. like, yeah. In the yeah. last episode, Mitch was... Uh, obsessed with a woman who was assassinating people that who had bought her dad's business mm. in a corporate takeover oh yeah 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 right. yeah, yeah okay so uh, yeah. Mitch right. forced, like, yeah. an off meter what it, i mean he he has an on meter when it comes to criminals but an off meter when it comes to choosing the romantic right romantic part i i would argue he doesn't even have an on meter when it comes to criminals i feel like mm -hmm. he's off on everything in in baywatch nights right um, however, it does seem they're like, she's like, what are you and Ryan? Or, or I'm sorry, are Mitch and Ryan on again? What's going on there? It really just seems to be kind of like you were just saying, if there's an in this episode, there's like a beautiful woman shows up. Well, that's where Mitch interests. Yeah. Go. And if it's not, if that's not the focus of the story. Then Mitch is like, Ryan, he it's, always has to have some kind of like love. And when he sees them, on. he's like, oh, fuck. oh, oh. Yeah. 
God, she's so hot. He's like, yeah. oh, holy, holy fuck. <laughs> holy fucking fuck. Your body's so absurd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, I, Adam Levine reference for yes, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, wait, did I can't remember. Did anything else go on with Mitch and Charlie in this episode? Maybe not. Just the wave running thing? Just the wave runner. Oh, okay. He puts his hands on hurt his chest and it was so hot that she had to fall into the water yes <laughs> solid as a rock solid as a rock, solid as a rock. yeah yes. um so charlie calls a place and she needs a passport uh this poor passport guy oh. yeah uh man um uh, took a while on this passport out he I, did i gotta say this is I like also maybe... liked the picture that he took of her where she's just like standing at the bar and he takes it in one second. He just goes like, it, click and walks it away. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're pretty also, strict on that stuff. Right. You need to be up against a white wall. A white like, wall. Yeah, yeah. Could have mm-hmm. done it at the Strand, the t-shirt store. Yeah. Of course. Why did he need to meet her out at a bar? Yeah. Plain sight. That's, um, maybe he deserved what was coming. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately yeah. For, for Strand guy. I also like that Mitch like immediately mansplains to to Charlie because Charlie's like, "Hey, I like the water bike." He's like, "It's actually called a wave runner." <laughs> uh, I think water bike is way off though. It, uh, it's it is weird that she called it a water bike, but it is funny that they gave. She should have just been like, "Oh, it's a jet ski." This woman's mm-hmm. never seen a jet ski. Oh, New York, they don't have those, dude. <laughs> So Mitch, because he's new to this PI business, like he needed a moment his, where he's like, "I need to feel smart." Like, right. I yeah, need yeah. To feel like I'm somebody who doesn't know the least in the room, and it's like, <laughs> okay, thank God this bitch doesn't doesn't know what a wave runner is. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like let me step in, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> that's so true. I do feel like this is probably Mitch's move now. Is like to try to take first date is take um, the woman to the ocean. Where he's like, I know everything about the ocean. Because he's incompetent everywhere else. And guess what? That will be stolen just a few years later for the movie Hitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, Charlie. I love it. Yeah, I know. Right? Okay. So so she jams uh, her crotch into this used bathing suit. Right. She, (laughs) yeah, this trunk suit. And (laughs) that is a good, I'm sorry, that's a good point. Maybe it's fine, but it, it, it does seem like one of the last things you'd be like, yeah, can I borrow your used bathing suit? It's like yeah. just, just barely above underwear, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's something like I would maybe do with a best friend. Like mm-hmm. I feel like my best friend Taylor has offered me a bathing suit before and I've had to think about it for a second before <laughs> before saying yes. <laughs> there, there's, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, um, You're going to have some apologizing to do. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> uh so then uh so Mitch is gonna take her for a spin. We cut back to New York City and uh I love this guy's just still bleeding in his he's chest. He's still Poor guy. bleeding, he's like, oh, still God. he's still trying to figure out how to take care of this gunshot wound, but it won't matter Mm-mm. because uh his days are over. And yeah. uh, basically, they find out that she's in Los Angeles. Uh, we get this great. Uh, what was it? How did you find? How did you find? Oh, he calls her at some point and is like, uh, "Hey, I can't believe you left me." 
And he's like, yeah. how'd you get this number? And she's like, Rachel had it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rachel, of course. <laughs> That's all I mean. Thank you. That's Rachel. Right. It is, Rachel yeah. just knew you were going to be there and she had the number. Check, yeah. Checks out. Do you think it's Rachel from Friends? Rachel. Could be. New York City. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. Rachel I think Green. the timing does actually work out. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Universe, for I sure. think so. That uh, girl oh. who ran away from her wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, by the way, when Miles is talking to this, Miles is the the mobster, or whatever the the head guy of this. Yeah. Mob, uh, when he's talking to Rex, and he gets the uh, news that uh, she's out in L.A., he says this line that made me laugh so hard. I don't remember exactly what inflection he used, but his delivery delivery was hilarious. Where he's like, "L.A. is a big city." <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. But he said it in a really weird way. I forgot <laughs> now. I watched it yesterday. He and then he like too many Al Pacino movies. <laughs> Probably <laughs> he killed walking your doggy. Uh, <laughs> just got so then he's got a business card that is supposed to help, and then he's like, "So you were going to be a nice guy and just hop on the plane and go and get it?" And I thought he was like, "Hey, you've got." He was going to be like, "You have a week to get my hours, money and whatever, bring it yeah. back." And he's like, "No, I'll just shoot you with the silenced pistol." I, I found it so funny too. He's right in front of Rex, and then he signals to his guy. He does. Yeah. Uh, throat cut which is hilarious <laughs> to me because it's usually supposed to be a little more subtle or something but it's like right in front and of and the him. guy like, doesn't try to run he just goes like yeah. oh no oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh what <laughs> <laughs> and he's so sorry rex end of end of time yeah. a lot of job uh, acting before he went too Did yes you notice like it looked like he was on cocaine or oh maybe maybe he uh, was yeah. oh yeah yeah i think so maybe that's what kept him alive for so long yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. After the gunshot, just keep doing cocaine. Keep doing it. Ignore the yeah. pain. <laughs> so then uh, we cut back, and this is our introduction to oh Griff yeah. getting his lunch pail and uh, being sent on a stakeout. And then he's like, and she's like, hey, Griff, thanks for helping us out. And he's like, no problem. See you guys later. Bye. Yeah. And he's out. I, yeah, I wrote, Griff quickly <laughs> removes himself from the scene yes. in the episode. Oh, by the way, guys, I came up with a nickname for Griff, Griff Walker. I don't know if this is going to check out because we don't know anything about this guy, but what right. do you think about Griff Walker, sexist ranger? Oh. <laughs> I think there's, there's a decent chance that he's going to be sexist. We, we don't know yet. I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I hope to death that it does work out because <laughs> it's just too good for it not to. Thank you. Yeah. What if we find out he's really religious? Oh, okay. Griff Walker away in a manger. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. It's going to be one of these two options. We'll find yes. out what kind of guy this character is. It'll be one of these two options. I love it. Uh, so then uh, she's like, hey, have you seen Charlie? And uh, Garner points out, and they're on the Wave Runners. Yeah. This is almost a montage. Almost we don't get montage. Like, proper montages in these episodes of Baywatch Nights, but it kind of is. And it's she's weird. She's rubbing because, all over him. Yeah. And Ryan's watching. Ryan, Ryan's looks are kind of weird. She's like, hmm. She's yeah, like really I have a feeling she's talking to the producers all the time and going like, it doesn't make sense sure. that I would be into him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. It's just arguing against the producers constantly. Why? <laughs> she's like, the, the actress is like 25 or 26. Something like that, right? And uh, significantly younger well than well into Mitch. his 40s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's maybe a 20-year age gap. It might be yeah. a little less, but... Yeah, something like that. And uh, it doesn't really make sense. No, oh, my God. I thought of a nick another nickname for Griff. <laughs> oh. Oh, nice. Please. Um, oh, shoot. 
What oh, did you say? Griff okay. Walker. What was your setup? What was your setup? Griff Walker, sexist ranger. Griff Walker, away in a manger. <laughs> Griff Walker, Hermione Granger. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> it does rhyme. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think of one wizard. that actually relates to him because you would assume he has like a dark room, right? True. Yeah. Also, Griff if he's Walker. like a wizard with yeah. like his uh, photography and stuff. His camera, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so Andrew's okay. Into so it. Griff Walker, photo hanger. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Griff Walker, picture taker. <laughs> I guess it doesn't have the ja in there. Yeah. Griff Walker, doppelganger. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay, we got some. Ooh, Griff Walker, film changer. That, that, okay, that one definitely works for sure. He's definitely yeah. a film changer and photo hanger. Yeah. I like Hermione Granger, though. Hermione <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> she uh, is actually, okay, so yeah. Hermione is actually, she's Griff Walker Hermione Granger because she walks the hippogriff in Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, we backwards. So we backwards. We we we, we reverse engineered it. What is the hippogriff? Thank you, baby. The hippogriff is the is a. It's basically like a a horse and a bird mixed together. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like about. a griffin, but it's yeah, yeah. it's not you know. And it's, it's and it flies, it's not right? a unicorn. It's not even. It's close. not a unicorn. Yeah. It's, okay. It's got like a bird head, <laughs> wings, and a, body. and a horse body. Okay. Yeah. But not a lion head or body and eagle, which would be a griffin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got it all now. So that's why it's a hippogriff. A hippopotamus doesn't factor in at all. It do, and do you have to take the hippogriffic oath before writing this thing? Yes. You have to take the. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as, I was, as I was saying that, I was like, I kind of um, wish I wasn't saying this right now. But, <laughs> but sometimes I like to say dumb jokes. Um, I mean, we've gone on a whole. We have gone we, on. Yeah, we've yeah. gone on a we're, whole. We're riffing here. Yeah, we're griffin here. Ah, we're griffin. So, basically, Charlie is playing up David Hasselhoff to to Ryan. He's like, he's so hot. He's, yeah, he's so muscly. He's so hot. I had to fall in the water. By the way, I I was thinking about this. Because this was, you really, a couple episodes ago, kind of a drag when Mitch was in drag, and that you really look, you see his legs, there's a shot, you see his legs. I was thinking about this during this episode. It is funny to me uh, because David Hasselhoff clearly did muscle work on his upper body. Like he worked out and he completely Skipped ignored his lower day. half. And that's just a funny <laughs> combo to me. So I don't know if you noticed that, Alex. He's like, he has no legs, he has like no muscle in his legs. But he does have a chest, and he should be falling over all the time. It it almost seems like it, right? Because he's very tall too. Yeah, and he's kind of top heavy because he's he does have muscles up top. But yeah, yeah, it's as though he has never used them. (laughs) He can't stand up. (laughs) Um, so then uh, we see Charlie's trailer. She's living in the trailer for a while, and she wants to buy the land. Okay. And build a house. Wait, I, I don't remember. So this is addressed earlier an earlier episode. Doesn't she own this land now? An Wasn't old she gift- man died, and I think she got the land for some reason. Yeah. So what would she need to buy then? Does she I mean buy know. more land around it? Maybe. Maybe that's what she means. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rachel gave it to her. 
Yes, Rachel gave it to her. It's fine. Oh, Rachel yeah. gave it to me. Rachel did. Okay, checks out. Rachel did it. <laughs> uh, she's like, basically, Charlie's like, hey, I just wanted to come out and visit. Because she's like, why are you really here? And yeah. then Ryan's like, well, I left New York because of you, Charlie. <laughs> Uh, and oh, there, there's also a funny moment where Ryan's like, Hey, Charlie, I haven't seen you in over a year, so I know something's up. And I was like, Over a year is not that, not they that live long on opposite your... coasts. That also, to me, just means that um, Ryan didn't go home for the holidays, essentially, right? Because so, Ryan yeah. just moved out here from New York last yeah. year, yeah. So, yeah. it's not that strange. I, I haven't seen my sister in over a year, yeah. yeah. See, like her showing up at my doorstep and being like, Wow, what <laughs> the fuck. Something. Well, we do. I mean, we do get that that Ryan was always into something or other, right? Like or Charlie was, was. Yes. Yeah. Charlie. Sorry. Yeah. So so yes. she was clearly. Uh, you know, your sister Alex doesn't have the same checkered past. Um, <laughs> at least not that we know of. So you. Would I don't know. Alex. Alex is like I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Sarah Franklin, man, watch out for her. <laughs> So uh, Charlie's like, people can change, and I want a chance to prove it. And she's like, hey, we should go out together tonight. She's like, um, no. And she's like, what happened to the girl that used to party all night? She's like, okay, what do you want to do? She's like, why don't we go to that bar that you always go to? <laughs> this is so, this is like, I feel like every time there's the sisters, like, I'm really having a hard time, like, tracking what their fight, like, the right. what their fight are, because they're like, I hate you. And she's like, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I know you're sorry. Yeah. yeah. I love you. Do you want to go out? Totally. And then you cut to the restaurant and she's just like, oh, that Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I, was like, I thought you guys are buds. Like, I, I can't, I can't follow. I can't make heads and tails of what no. you guys are at with each other. And I, I, also, she's like, you're a criminal. And she's like, well, not anymore. People can change. And she's like, oh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted uh, to know what happened once they got tonight's because. Right. Ryan is like outside so bummed. And I was like, where, I want to see these scenes where it falls apart. What happened? Yeah. Because yeah, Char I'm Charlie is playing darts yeah. with a man and is winning <laughs> drinks off of him. I, which that was funny too. She's like, you want to play me for a fourth drink? I was like, geez, how drunk are you going to get off <laughs> <Yeah>. these drinks? <laughs> well, then she's like, then Mitch is just staring at her the whole time. I know. I was just saying, this is a pattern with Mitch and Baywatch nights. If there's like a woman that he's like attracted to and then she's with another guy. He was that like jealous look, like that look, like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have to sort of stew in the shadows. Um, bitch, at night then, is sweet, guys. Like I yeah, don't know. And she like. then she like kind of cucks him a little bit by being like, "Hey, do you want one of the drinks that that man is going to buy?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll yeah." <laughs> and then we get um. A master class. This several times in this episode, a master class in ADR. Um, the amount of ADR in this episode when Mitch walks out with the drinks and very quickly says, uh, "Sorry." Oh no worries. Also, I also oh, this is when the passport oh, yeah, photo happens. Yeah, the so. guy comes. I think his name's Doran. Whatever. Yeah, he comes over and uh, takes a picture real quick of her for yeah. the passport. He's a character. Uh, Just I, I want to know more about this guy. But. Yeah, I really did, but yeah. unfortunately, he won't no. be. He won't be joining us for the rest of his life. Uh, <laughs> so then, yeah, the passport photo happens. Mitch talks to her. Then she's like, oh, she thought I was, he thought I was Demi Moore. And then Mitch gets the drinks, goes out to Ryan, and he's like, hey, I just had a really nice conversation with your sister. She's got a lot of interesting facts to share. And he says it so fast because 
and his lips don't move at all because they were like, sure. hey, let's put in some more information to explain why they're there. Yeah. Um, That's very funny. Yeah. And then this is, Ryan says Charlie has a big mouth, I guess, right? Or something? Yes. Yeah. And then asks about uh, Miss America and Miss Texas, and she says it wasn't her style. She did it just to prove something to Charlie. And uh, Charlie was arrested a bunch of times, and the final time, her mother was killed in a car accident on the way to pick her up. Okay. Yeah. This is so unfair. It yes. is. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's like so crazy. It is. That she blames Charlie for the death of her mother when her I agree. mother independently just got in her own goddamn car accident. Like, I don't know. Like, I agree. On her, yes, technically on her way to pick her up, but to put, to solely land the blame on Charlie is disgusting. It's, it is stupid. Yeah. And then she. And as Al Pacino says, you get killed walking your doggy. It's like, you know, like, who knows? You could get killed anytime. And then she chose to get back at her by entering a pageant. Like, <laughs> Which is hilarious. This is just, these sisters are playing dirty. And no, I, know I, I don't think she, she entered the pageant to get back at her. She wanted to prove to her that she could do it. But why and not I think enter the pageant, New York, right? Was the pageant first or was the pageant later? Pageant's after, I think. Pageant's after mom's dead? I believe so because Texas is more like recent history. I would think. I don't know. It, New I, York it, is more recent history. For Ryan, they grew up in Texas and then they moved oh, to New York. I thought it was the reverse. No. Okay. She, never they mind. Moved I, to New York afterwards, so that's why that's why Ryan just moved here from okay. New York a year ago. Okay. Okay. So Texas is where she grew up, um, which is why I think they were just trying to explain why she has a bit of a draw. I see. I see. Yeah. Her sister has a very different accent. <laughs> yes, I believe her sister is Mexican. Yes, mm -hmm. and uh, and and there's just like it's just like well, <laughs> yeah. Don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Um, uh, like this story was so crazy that it like it, I I totally fell off Ryan. I was like I'm here for Charlie for the rest of this episode. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't, Ryan. That's totally unreasonable. I, it and she's is. like, how am I ever supposed to trust you again? I'm like, what the fuck? It was she a car accident. A mom? Like <laughs> Yeah, it's random. It could have been any anything she was going to do. People, but people have to figure out an it, explanation, you know, and especially if it's like if you hadn't have gotten arrested, like if it was like need oh, to she tie went to pick you up from directly. ballet practice, she probably wouldn't blame her, but it's like mom never would have been driving to the jail. If you had it, it, it should have been like, like something like Charlie was committing some crime and the mom went to intervene and then she got, got shot killed. instead or whatever exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. the aftermath when no. there's no time urgency. Like, yeah. it's like she was rushing to get there. Yeah. yeah. I might she, as well say like she went to pick her up from her job blowing and up I never forgave mom. her. Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Planted some C4. Oh, sure. I actually can't wait to get to oh yeah Mitch's, that's right Mitch's mentor who gives him hand grenades I, once again some person we've never <laughs> met before never seen this guy before. so ridiculous but <laughs> I don't want to know yep you know me you know me I don't want to know no we don't know you oh god you? <laughs> so oh. uh yeah. oh by the way is this so um is this the end of this scene basically uh when oh Mitch and with Mitch and Ryan right? Uh, basically, she's like, it's so hard for Ryan to trust her. Yeah, and Mitch says, Mitch is like, maybe she has changed. Maybe she's here to put the past behind her. And Ryan's yeah. like, look, I just gotta pay bills. Yeah, this made me laugh so hard. She says, <laughs> yeah. Wait, excuse me, I have some bills. I gotta, to pay. I gotta pay bills. Which is 
the the funniest excuse for having to leave something like my stamina for uh social interaction has been so so low since the, like the since the, the going pandemic. back outside yeah yeah pandemic that she I didn't, didn't want to mention the pandemic like, <laughs> she's like let's not revisit that <laughs> <laughs> since the you know you know that thing <laughs> it's too horrible it, yeah um, truly yeah, that's yeah. Start using that excuse, right? I got it. I I hate to leave your party early, but I I gotta go pay some bills. And he was like, "Fair, you know, yeah. All no, right. no more questions asked." Uh, we also cut to so then we cut to LAX, and then um, they, I, I, this Miles, is sorry, just shows up and gives one of those money things. To charity. That, oh, can you? <laughs> uh, they actually shot at LAX. Yes, that like, you don't see that too often anymore. I don't know if like uh, can people really yeah, yeah i guess probably but i was just like oh right there it is right there there's the i don't even know what that is but that the control that that... <laughs> thing yeah yeah and there used to be like a restaurant on top of it or maybe there still is I don't oh know. yeah i think so uh so but then miles gives money to charity oh yeah so he's not so <laughs> bad a guy yeah, he's not so bad yeah throw some bucks in the uh in the old bin uh very nice you know, and, I mean, it is one of those things where they're like, this is the bad guy. But yes. once again, you're like, well, he, he isn't the baddest of bad guys in this episode. He did get robbed. <laughs> like, he got he's robbed. Justifiably he, upset. He was, he a million wanted and a half to was make stolen. a legitimate drug deal. <laughs> yes. Money for drugs. And that is a business transaction. And if right. that had gone down, all of this would have been avoided. Exactly. And like, maybe the drugs were about like the kids too. Right, like I think people are complicated. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. selling all of these drugs for the kids, for the kids, <laughs> so that he can give money to charity. To charity, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta give some back. Oh, I thought the ch the kids were the charity. Like he's selling drugs. Oh, so it's he's to he's funneling kids. money and he's it's like, I'm just gonna get kids. this back. They're gonna give me this money back for drugs. Oh, so the kids get money so that they can buy drugs. So it's a circular. Oh my god, I wasn't even going that far. Oh. <laughs> I was assuming he's like, I'm gonna put this in, like, I'm gonna give this to an orphanage or something. Like, yeah, yeah, it sure, sounds yeah. like that's what he's doing. So yeah, he's got to sell the drugs so that he has enough to, to give donate. money whenever he comes across someone physically in public asking for money. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because it's a cash business, and who carries cash anymore, you know? know. Uh, so, okay. We figured it out. So Miles isn't so bad. And we could go extrapolate, and Charlie, once again, it's like Rex would still be alive if Charlie mm -hmm. hadn't left him behind. Yep. Just like Ryan and Charlie's I, mom. I, I, look, I, I, I like Charlie, but she also is kind of the main villain in this whole yeah. episode. Yeah. For she's so many reasons. She's, she's, she's a mess. It's trouble everywhere, yeah. You no, know, if this was made today, like, Charlie would be like the anti-hero you know like she would be my personal walter white like yes you know, she would be sort of this like complicated yeah. feminist hero um mm -hmm. but because it was you know made in 1996 yeah yeah something like that yeah um they had to paint her as the as the bad guy it had to be framed up that way so mm -hmm. i would like to see the story told in reverse from yeah. you know, if they would be down. Uh, yes. And honestly, only men die in this episode. True. So maybe she's a femme fatale. 
Yeah. Mm. Britney Spears' seventh album in which she embraced EDM. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is just a side note. Alex was gifted a pack of, um, they're called Oracle cards. They're supposed to be, they're kind of like tarot cards. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but they're Britney Spears themed. And okay. uh, in them, uh, the cards that you pick are, so you're supposed to ask a question and then the card is supposed to give you advice on, or, or a fortune. Yeah. Um, okay. But the cards are 90% just facts about Britney Spears. <laughs> And so, in answer to my question, which had nothing to do with um, Britney Spears, I believe your question was along the lines of your career. Um, it was career uh-huh. career oriented, and it was just okay. a question like that. And it said, uh, uh, "the it's it, uh, the card I got was the, the Femme Fatale." Oh, okay. And it said, "Femme Fatale was Britney Spears' seventh album, on which she embraced EDM and club hits." Uh, so, and, that's it. and then it was like, "This should tell you to." Grab champagne and hit the club. It did. Else. Did it really say that? Oh. Yeah, but, yeah. You know what? I, my interpretation of that card is be open to trying um, avenues that you're not used to and whatever. So the thing is, is that all she of them, EDM, are, right? All of them are basically the 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 gist is be open, yeah. and accept newness. There you <laughs> That's go. That's it. They all just have the same. What a wonderful advice, message. Prepackaged. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Brittany. Yeah, is that a harmful message? I think we're well, all. It's not harmful. It's just, uh, yeah, it's certainly not harmful. I would never say that it's harmful. I would say it's just not useful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, pretty generic. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Ryan leaves her trailer. Charlie cooked her breakfast. She's like, "You seemed uptight at the club last night," so she's she's already chosen violence, as the kids say. Uh, and she's like, oh, it's very Californian to open up. This is a big thing, is that um, talking about your feelings in the 90s was a very new California. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you just got to go with the moment because you don't know if it'll come back. You can die tomorrow, and not everything needs to come from your date book. So. It is funny um, that they keep trying to, it's almost like they're painting Ryan the villain. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not villain, but you know, like it's like it, all the blame is going on her. It's like you're too uptight, Ryan. This yeah. is why all this stuff is going to hell in this episode. Yeah, live by the moment, but it has nothing to do with the the plot right, or anything like that. Yeah, this whole thing with Ryan. But uh, everyone thinks she's too uptight and too boring. Yeah, they think she's uptight and boring. Yeah, uh, there's also a very funny moment coming up that I laughed a lot at. It's another just very. It's like. <laughs> Very oh, stupid. is it Donna and her? Maybe it's, I don't know. It's no. It's there it's might be several moments. So Donna finds the dead passport guy and goes, "You could sleep later." Oh, Charlie! <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hilarious. It's not time to sleep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <Like this. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they go uh, at the strand. The passport guy heads to his office, and then Miles uh, meets him and points a gun at him. And I was like, "Oh, maybe he's gonna." like get information or whatever no that guy's dead too yeah garner meets with mitch and he, and then mitch is like hey some guy came in the club and took a picture of her i recognized him he's got a bad rap sheet he deals with illegal paperwork <laughs> <laughs> come on yeah mitch is like he's like you want me to tell ryan he's like not yet <laughs> yeah, that i didn't get either <laughs> yeah. i was like what's the justification for this and, and there was never a reason i was like you probably should just paid her or paid her i should have told her right then because she also gets into more trouble. Ryan gets into trouble that she could have potentially avoided if she knew what was going on with everything. Right. But like, yeah, they don't. Why? Why would you withhold this from your partner? 
detective agency. That doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Yeah. So uh, then Mitch follows Charlie at the Strand, and yeah. she heads to the place and calls for <laughs> Doran. Doran. And oh, this sorry. Is Wait, you know what? You missed over or skipped over one. Um, oh, the moment. the limo. The limo. Yeah, Donna gets out of a limo and kisses the limo itself, like the window. I was like, "What is going on here?" Like goodbye. So th- this is a mystery we don't have an answer to. I don't yeah. know what's going on. This is yeah. And Ryan's um, like, "Good morning," and she's like, "Is it morning?" Yeah. So Alex, you did make the point. It, just, it feels very call girlish. Um, but I I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm like, "What is this?" And then we also have this moment where. Ryan asks if she thinks she's boring, and Donna's just like, yeah, yes. So. Right, and then just, like, kind of walks away from her. Yeah, really. The the resolution of this, I won't get to it yet, but it's shocking. Yes. Yeah. The resolution of this. It really is. Um, So then, yeah, so this is when she tells Doran not to sleep (laughs) and finds him (laughs) dead. Uh, And... Then uh, the guy asks for the briefcase, and he's like, I'm not going to ask again. And then Mitch just attacks him, just immediately yeah. immediately attacks him and runs off. And then we get the basketball players. <laughs> right. scare <What's> <laughs> basketball players enough to scare off an Uzi. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. He's like, he's like, what's up, Mitch? And he's like, there's a guy with a beard chasing us. Stop him. But then also, when the guys yeah. stop him, they're like, you are going to go around. And it's like, he has to go like 10 feet. It's not, a, that, <laughs> it's not an inconvenience, really. I would say no. the basketball court's not that big. It's like, okay, I'll just walk. And they go like, they go, and then you hear in the background, someone go, that's right. Go around. Hey, let's get back to playing. He's not going to try that again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Goodbye. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's funny, too. From I find it funny that Mitch is just like, we got to run. And he just keeps running. Because I thought he was, why not just fight or whatever? Right? Yeah. Doesn't he carry a gun? Or... So, uh, after the basketball scene uh, with the basketball players who tell him he can go around or go down, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we find out that there was $1.5 million in the briefcase. And the limo guys wanted to buy powder. So, yeah, so it was an exchange of powder for cash. There was a shooting, and she was scared. And then Mitch flags down a lifeguard and is like, give me a ride to headquarters. <laughs> and I thought, oh, we're going to see Baywatch HQ. We don't. Nope. No. <laughs> no crossover. But he he's at left, least is. He's left his other headquarters behind. He's, like, lit in the yeah. match through it behind Yes. Him. And so, but it's funny, uh, now he basically just uses lifeguards as his yes. own personal, like, taxi service. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and wow. he's not doing his job as a lifeguard. It was just a moment ago, you were one of them, now they're your drivers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like it. Change. So, so, Alex, you should know that he is still currently working full-time as a lifeguard. Supposedly. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense. You're like, when Wait, does he find way. time? Yeah, I don't know when he finds time, but he is he is technically working both jobs. <laughs> right. On his mobile. On his mobile. He's yeah. Decided to make sure no one's out there. Yes, exactly. Drowning. He... Drowning in, in fountains and <laughs> things like that at, at offices. Um, okay, so... Uh, she was going to get a, a briefcase and she must have gotten to Rex because Rex knows Doran. So apparently this is, they're following it down the chain. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
I think the idea is that when Miles found Rex, Rex was like, she'll probably try to get a passport from Doran. Yeah. So. Well, I, you know what? Hey, Charlie and criminals are going to do something like this. Get your passport ahead of time. Yeah. That's the plan for this. Yeah, plan this for last it. minute the plan passport that you got to get out of the country this last minute. I mean, you know, we know how slow passports. Can they are slow. Be. Do it many months. <laughs> even in criminals, Don't even mess criminals around. making fake ones. It takes some time, especially to make them look <laughs> sure. good. Yep. I also like the fact that this this apparently passport that's going to work to help her get out of the country is being made by this guy in a t-shirt shop, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, uh, on the Venice Strand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then, then we get, uh, the Ryan, the Ryan kidnapping. Yeah. So essentially what happens is, uh, a guy comes up and is like, Hey, do you know Charlie? And she's like, yeah, why? She's like, you better come with us. And she's like, okay. I know. This is when people are like, okay. Yeah. Like, and don't trust this person. Gun, she's like, oh no. And then the guy smashes the window and kidnaps her. Yeah. Uh, Mitch drives up to Knights and finds Ryan's car window smashed. Garner gets a call from Ryan, and I, I, I was bothered with. I assume how they told Ryan to play this. Uh, she's like a scared person for like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem in character. She's like right. the frightened hostage, like yes. from here on out until. Until she gets away eventually. Right. But. She's like, Mitch, you're going to... And then the guy's like, are you confused yeah. about any of this? It's a straight swap. You give me the briefcase, I give you Ryan. Uh, get the I, money, I, don't yeah. be late. I feel like it's because... So they want Mitch to be like, don't you worry about anything. I got yeah. you. I'll take care of this. And then yeah. she left the briefcase with baggage claim. So they have to go back to LAX and then go to baggage claim and be like, hey, can I have my briefcase? <laughs> but here's what's strange. She left... a briefcase with the yellow with phone, phone book. book in it the yellow pages so and what was the idea behind that her at the airport and put the real cash put in the real cash but in. how does she know she's like i'm gonna leave this with baggage claim that has a phone book in it because it'll, i'll probably need to fake someone out later right i don't know i it's, it's a little confusing <laughs> it's, it's you know it's it's taking a little bit of time i think it is one of those things where it's just like just let it wash over us you know yeah. Like, <laughs> it seems like something that they just came up with on the fly, and it's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, fine. Rachel uh, gave it to her. Right, yeah. Rachel gave it to her. So then uh, they're, they're like, oh, that was Rex. Something was about, like, Rex. She knew that Rex would put a f- phone book in there in order to, what? Like, I don't understand. So, There's a whole thing where she's like, she knew that there was a phone book in there. Yeah. It so is funny. So, okay. Yeah. So we can no, that. no, you go, Zach. I, I mean, I guess the, if the, the idea is that, like, she kind of knew that Rex would do that. Why'd she even bring it with her to LA? Like, that's like. Right. Yeah. That I don't get, but. That, Weird. Yeah. But, like, you know what, Alex, I think you're right. Just pretend it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> then, then there's a moment where they go to the detective agency and he's like open the briefcase and she's like i don't know the combination and then garner walks over and immediately puts the, gar- the combination in and opens it to reveal the phone book How oh no i think he picked it i think he picked it it's kind of is that what like he a little... did it looked like he was putting in numbers 
Maybe, maybe he had to. I thought he, I thought he was picking it too. Like when he was like, "I do," I was just like, "Oh, maybe he must be doing some like special PI." Oh, I thought maybe like every briefcase has a master combo. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Zero, yeah, zero, 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 zero. I'll give you know the master combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, by the by the way, I want to go back for a second. One of the moments that made me laugh so hard. So it's just one of those scenes where they're driving to this location to the PI office, and they have ADR. For oh, yes. uh, Charlie and for Mitch. And I wrote down this dialogue. Charlie says, you must be pretty good at reading people. And Mitch says, most of the time. And then she says, ever make a mistake? And he says, not yet. And I was like, you're so full you of shit. You make mistakes you all the time. He's the biggest fuck up. All he does is make mistakes every episode. He's so full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That bothered me. I was like, come on, man. Uh, so then... Garner's like... So then there's this weird thing that ends up happening where Garner gets his gun and tries to hand Mitch one. And Mitch is like, I don't want one. And Garner's <laughs> like, it's Ryan. <laughs> so Mitch is like, okay. And they just build this weird, they're trying yeah. to build in this thing where he's going to feel guilty about using right. it. But we've seen him use he's guns seen before. So many times. Yeah. So that's why you can't just make that up all of a sudden. I, do you think it's because he's like, no, no, no. Explosives. This is what I want to do. Grenades only for this special yeah. mission here. Yeah. No guns, only <laughs> no grenades. Guns, only grenades. You brought a grenade to a gunfight, you dumb idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so then Mitch meets with Earl. Oh my god, this is in scene. the truck. So and ridiculous. He's, he's like, gives him a bag and he's like, You taught me everything I know. And he's like, I don't wanna know what you're gonna use him for. I, can I say this dialogue? I wrote this down because it made me laugh so hard. Um the guy's name is Earl, the old guy, his mentor, I guess we're led yeah. to believe. Hands him a bag of stuff and Earl goes, Here's the stuff you wanted. Remember how to use it? Mitch says, does it come with instructions anymore? And then Earl sort of laughs. He goes, huh. And then he goes, and then Mitch says, clear as the day you taught me, <laughs> which oh, is yeah. a weird line of dialogue after that. I'm like, are you answering this question before? But you just tried to throw a joke in there. Throw a joke in. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, then he says, yeah, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> and then they wink at, or point at each other. And they're like, it's like, who, what is, you're what? my, you're my favorite customer. <laughs> you're my favorite customer. It does. It feels <laughs> it does. very much like that scene where you're like, what? Um, do you think this guy's a Navy SEAL? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Like, yeah, his... who knows how to use grenades on the fly and is yeah. like helping, like mentoring, and has a bag of them that he can. <laughs> I know. Provide. You, get to, you got look when you leave the Navy SEALs, you get to take whatever was in your desk, and if you had a bunch of grenades, you get to take them home. Yeah, I bet that is. I think that actually is the official rule according <laughs> to the law. Yes. Uh, I just like that he's like doing it to take care of freelance PI. Um, <laughs> lifeguards like building yeah. where he's just like this is this is i'm retired like this his is mentor yeah my, <laughs> put my energy towards like i want to better the community i want to teach right lifeguard how to throw a grenade you yeah. know like, yes i think he's really basking in this mentorship role because like they the two of them seem to have this like mr miyagi like yeah kind of Rapport where like not much needs to be said in order for them to know what's going on. It, it is very father son basically. Um, yes. Yeah, but it is. It's just hilarious because once again, I feel like we'll probably never see, never see again. Him again. But yeah, I do. I want to know what is this relationship? And it's like Who? a solve for the writers' room to be like, how does Mitch get the grenades? I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> I bet what happens is is with this show, they find out that they have access to something. And in order to mm. use it, they have to write it into the show. So like, they're like, 
we got grenades. <laughs> we got to figure you know, out like, got, And they're like, them, yeah. how did Mitch get grenades? And they're like, maybe he's got like an old mentor. And rather than, because I think at this time, they were not writing the whole season before it aired. <laughs> <laughs> just like they're just like whatever. They're yeah. like, okay, he's got a mentor. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, it should have it should have been uh, Lou at nights. Yes. Uh, he's like, I sold the nightclub, got in the grenade business. I'm a grenade man. And yeah. then boom, we still have Lou on a lot of these episodes, and that'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, then Charlie and uh, the other guy. So there's um, there's two gangsters, right? There's Miles and then there's Oh yeah, Miles. I think they I did find out what his name Keenan is his name, Ke- I believe. Keenan. Yeah. Okay. Uh so they come up with the briefcase. Uh Garner and Mitch are in a dinghy. Uh I, th- Sorry, I l- <laughs> laughed really hard at this. It's like so, an amphibious yeah. vehicle for like a land invasion. <laughs> yeah, I guess like a Navy still thing. Yeah. What's funny to me is that the timing could have been so off on this. They're basically yes. like, Charlie, go do the drop off and we'll go in the slow boat over here. <laughs> do you think it'd have been like, oh, we're late and she was killed? Um, yeah. Yeah. It just seemed, yeah. And then Garner comes up and waves at a guy and then Mitch knocks him out. So or no, the reverse. Uh, Mitch is up on oh, Mitch top waves. of like oh, and high Garner up on some pipes out. and he waves the guy and then Garner punches him. He's knocked out. But oh, not right. down for good. Swan dives down, right? Like he has. Oh, that's the guy. He shoots. That's the guy who gets shot. When oh, he gets okay. shot. He swan dives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I'm. Oh, so by the way, the two yes. guys. <laughs> <I'll> Very important. <laughs> <laughs> the two guys that got shot, they're credited as uh, Armani One and Armani Two. Nice. <laughs> got an Armani One. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so then the guy opens the briefcase and, or can't open the briefcase. So then this guy shoots the briefcase. Yeah. Open. Miles shoots it open. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, he got one. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. We shouldn't be fucking around with this guy. No, no. And then Mitch and Garner start throwing their hand grenades and smoke bombs <laughs> just wildly. Like they just, yes. <laughs> they could have easily killed yeah. Ryan or Charlie. Or... Yeah. Oh, very uh, funny. At one point, Ryan got wise and was just like, no, stay here. Yeah, stay here. <laughs> when the boys start throwing grenades, they know we got to let them. Boys will boys be boys. Their boys toys, right? Yeah, That's boys right. and their toys. <laughs> uh, so then Garner shoots a guy three times, and he swan dives off of the, mm-hmm. off of the building. Then, uh, and then there's a, a kind of cat and mouse very short cat and mouse uh, game under the pier uh, and uh, yeah Garner almost shoots Mitch basically because he's in shadows he's like oh who's this guy but yes. then realizes last moment it's Mitch it's Mitch and then Mitch shoots a guy behind Garner uh, yeah. kills him and this is that's the... why he had his gun drawn yeah uh, yes. that's why he killed the guy behind him and this is why he is so sad because yes yeah license. can't stop oh. thinking about the Armani oh, man, too. that one guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, number two. Armani I mean, two. Yeah. He had such a life out of him. I know Armani one died as well <laughs> yeah. too, but it, I, there's something about Armani two. Something about Armani two. <laughs> uh, so then um, they grab Ryan and Charlie. Then Ryan hits the guy with a plank, and Charlie gives a look like she's like, "I'm precious." Like mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. Then Mitch fights with the guy, and then Garner Miles. and Mitch like do punch him back and forth. They, yeah, like, it's kind of messed up. I mean, I get it. He's the bad guy, but they're just like, let's have fun being the shit. Yeah, of this guy. <laughs> yeah, the law, but make it fun. Yeah, and then uh, then 
then they they get them. I guess uh, all's well that ends well. Yeah. Gonna be in orange suits for a long time. Yeah. Right. (laughs) She she cuts to nights. We cut to nights and Charlie's shaking up. And she's like, I wish I had the friends you do. (laughs) And she's like, "Uh, I could have. She's like, you could have gotten us all killed. And she's like, I am the way I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then like Angie sort of accepts that. Or Ryan. Yeah. Like, she's just like, well, yeah, you know, a leopard can't change its spots. So. Yeah, sister's gonna sister. Sister's gonna sister. <laughs> they even give each other a little, uh, little affectionate. Yeah. Drink, they? Yeah. But uh, then Charlie heads to LAX and finds the locker with the, the money in it. But, this um, is also a great excuse. She doesn't want to say goodbye in an airport. Right. Exactly, yeah. Because she doesn't want to see her get the cash out. Exactly. And it, I was, how messed up is that, though, that she, she never, she's like, I don't know where the cash is. I yeah. She, she could have gotten them all killed. killed. Yeah. I believed up. her. I believed her. I was, right? Yeah. She's a good liar. She is, yeah. She's a sociopath. I love by, it. By the way, in real life, I, this, I just happened to, at this moment, see this fun fact, if you will. Laura Herring used to be married to the great-great-grandson of Otto von Bismarck. Whoa, Ooh. which is wild, yeah, yeah. She was sort of like a princess in real life. I, yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Mitch shows up and asks for the case, and then Ryan and the police show up to arrest her, and she's like, "I'm all alone and I have no friends, Ryan." <laughs> and she says, "Well, there's some people who want to talk to you in New York. I don't know where we go from there." And then Mitch I, asks per- if she's all right, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm okay." Yeah. Also, Ryan says, I don't know where we go from here. I'm like, yeah. personally, you're jail. done. You're done. Yeah. Well, yeah, jail. And also, you almost got me killed just over some money. Yeah, I don't, but... that's like not recoverable, I feel like. That's a leopard cat. relationship's spots. done. Yeah. No. Yeah. But then they, they knew, though. They knew that she had the cash. I think I, mean, I think we're led to believe just Mitch knew with his just Mitch knew because yeah. he, he can read people really well. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to nights, and then Mitch is like, "Can't stop thinking about that guy." Shot. <laughs> it like, truly oh, is. Mitch, it's like we yeah. need to fill more time. The episode. Mitch, is if it wasn't for you and that gun, I wouldn't have been. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Ryan approaches Donna, and Donna wants to talk. Donna apologizes for calling her boring, and says, "I didn't mean boring. I meant predictable." And she's like, "Predictable? That's worse." Yeah, and then she's like, well, "Do you want a drink?" Yeah, margarita, no blended, no salt. And she's like, "Oh, am I that?" She's like, "You're predictable." Yeah. Okay, so this was you. You were there's a part in this exchange that like really, really, really disturbed me. Sure. Yeah. Because Donna's going to apologize to her, and she's just like, you know, I'm sorry, I called you boring. It's not exactly what I meant. She ends up giving her like arguably a worse insult, and then yep. her excuse for or the reason why she wants I know to apologize say, yeah. is not because she has contrition. She just doesn't want um, Ryan to think that she is catty. Yes, yeah. Like, I'm uh... just apologizing so I basically look better for you, mm-hmm. and then it's like on Ryan to be like, "Oh, okay, well, I forgive <laughs> you." Then, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just like, by the way, I'm going to hurl one more insult at you before at least I get you drunk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, like, I feel like I've had apologies like that before where people like sort of come to me like, 
hat in hand and you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to get something. And it's like, mm. I'm sorry that that thing that I said hurt your feelings. Like, offended you. I'm just, yeah. Like, I'm yeah. sorry you were offended. It, which but, is not a non-apology and insulting, yes. Exactly. Especially if you add in the, like, I'm sorry if you were offended. Right. Right, like, but... Yes. It's strange you were offended, but if you were, I guess here's your stupid apology. That's yeah. like, yeah. I'm just living. You are the one. I'm <laughs> yeah. living and going through the motions. You are the I one. I am sorry if your feelings got hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the reaction to this. Like, yeah. I, it, it drives me uh, It drives me crazy. And this is like a little bit sideways of that, but I was yeah. still sort of coming from the same place of just like, well, just don't think of me as this way. Think of me as this <laughs> sure. way. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. 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 Who is this Donna? We still don't. Totally I'm definitely know. guessing a man wrote this apology. Like. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I, double I, mint. Two men. Yeah, the double apology. Oh, double right, mint right. Brother, <laughs> Brothers who are one was fighting with a girlfriend. It's like, well, I'm sorry if me staying out late hurts your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's an amazing look into the psyche of mean girls. Mm. And Donna's a mean girl. She, yeah, she might be, right? She's a plastic. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't put it past her, unfortunately. Yeah. On yeah. Wednesdays, she wears pink. She's a survivor. Days. You know, she does what she has to do to get She's, by. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. See, so these are rich backstories for these characters. <laughs> They've done a great <laughs> sure. job. <laughs> uh, so then uh, Ryan approaches Mitch and Garner and kisses Mitch. On the lips. On the lips. And then yeah. Donna says, go, girl, go. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the end of then Ryan's like, he's like, what was that for? She's like, he's like, what? It's just a kiss. It's not like we're going out. <laughs> and then walks away. And then everybody laughs and Mitch looks a little stunned. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So Gosh. that was a very middle school, like a spin the bottle. It's like, what? Like the bottle. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I kiss. Cause they usually, cause you have to have that thing at the beginning where it's like, you're a prude. You would do anything. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, I, f- I fucking kiss. It's like, yeah. whatever. I'll, ki- I'll kiss right now. <laughs> Closed mouth, no tongue. Me, <laughs> <laughs> girls, uh, <dead> spice. <laughs> yep. So that was season one, episode 12, Thin Blood. Thin Blood. So now we've got some awards to give out. First one is our Hofsker. It's the best actor of the episode. Ooh, I- I'm going to go with Charlie. I, I, yeah. Once again, I think I enjoyed her in the Baywatch episode and I liked her here. She was, she was having fun in the character. Um, yeah. Like you, you said, like she, we like believed her too. It was like, I guess she doesn't know where the cash is. She kind of yeah. said that. Yeah. Like it's almost like, um, cause I was going to say Charlie as well. Like, um, it's almost as if like she knew what show she was in, right? Mm-hmm. The same way that Priyanka Chopra was like the only one who showed up for the Baywatch movie, like yeah. who came ready. Like uh, she was just like, I know exactly what this is, and I am just going to play and have fun and look yes. just stunning while doing it. Mm-hmm. So I thought she she was like the perfect, like perfectly molded into what what that show, what the attention of that show is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I will also give it to Charlie, but I'm going to give an honorable mention to Armani One oh. for his swan dive off. The oh yeah, that was yeah. impressive. I, great, I I love that as well. Great swan dive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I would even say the guy in the beginning, the way that he jumped backwards as he was shot with the Uzi. It, oh, okay. It, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, the stunt, the reaction to gunshots in this episode was great. I yeah. love an authentic reaction to a gunshot. 
<laughs> I, in old movies, they used to get shot and go like, ah! and then like kind of like do a whole. But I like when it's just like, man, you know what? That's that's you're you're doing the most with your stunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Thank God for that guy with the gun. <laughs> yeah, the gun should get the hopster. The yeah, this episode the wouldn't have been as entertaining. Guns in general gun get the hopster. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, next is our Jilzy. It's our worst actor of the episode. You know, I think, I think I'm going to go with Rex. It, it was enjoyable, but it, it did, I think you mentioned, it seemed very coked out, the performance. Uh, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's my, my choice. I, uh, I really agree with that. And now that you reminded me of it, I feel like I should change my answer to that. But I guess I'll just, I'll just stick with my OG, my, yeah. my guns. Um, Ken Schreiner, um, who played Miles. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Miles was bad like, too. He's like, he's a, I don't know if you guys know, a living legend. Like oh, he's okay. been in General Hospital for like decades, decades, decades. And it was just like, it felt like he, as an actor, was like, this is my chance to really stretch. Right. And I am going, like, he definitely watched, like, Goodfellas or something, like, right beforehand just to make sure that he had, like, um, like, it, it felt like a, um, a, a, a parody version of a mobster. Yeah. Uh, in a way that you could tell he felt was very authentic. Um, and it was almost that, it's almost his confidence in which he played it. That made me really upset. Yeah. He's uh, not somebody who understood what the show was. He was somebody who like wanted this to be a jumping off point into something new for him. Something a little bit more um with a little bit more substance. Counterpoint though, okay. is that he fits in to the long lexicon of Baywatch and Baywatch Knights villains that act just like this in performances that are wrong. Like it's wrong for an Oscar winning movie. I think it's right for Baywatch. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I wow. Okay. Well, you're the expert, so. No. Uh, whoa. Okay. Well, I, 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 we, you know what? We'll talk about this later. <laughs> no, I, I will say this though, Alex, actually, when you brought that up, I was like, Oh, I forgot. I, I made this point earlier that when he gave that line of like LA's big city, it was just like, I laughed so hard the way he said it. Um, I Isn't think this is very though? close to me and it wasn't good, but it made me are you laughing is good, Yeah. but it what the performance was less than desirable, I would say overall. I, I think he would have been my next up right after Rex. Right there though. But yeah. My Jilzy also goes to Charlie. She gets <gasps> both the Hopster oh! and the Jilzy. Oh, no. For um it's not time to sleep. Uh <laughs> was, <Charlie's laughs> was that Charlie's fault or was yeah. that or is that the I don't bro- think she wrote it, did she? Sorry. Sorry. Brother's fault. <laughs> Sorry, she wins both the rewards. It's like uh, Sandra Bullock winning uh, an Oscar and a uh, Razzie in the same year. Okay, all right. She won for Blindside and and got the Razzie for All About Steve. But those are (laughs) movies. You're giving this woman two... two In the same performance, yeah. Different scenes, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I looked up uh, Ken Schreiner to make sure that I had his name right um, for for my Jilzy. 
And under personal life, it says in 2019, he had foot surgery. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's yeah, all. I hope he's doing well. Man, that's a HIPAA violation. Poor guy. True. Yeah. Got right? some medical, medical oh information out there. Oh, my God. You think someone that worked at like the hospital is like, I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, that's, he's like, do you know, Ken Schreiner. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's in a general hospital having foot <laughs> surgery. <right now. laughs> this is hilarious. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The next award is best baddie. Ooh. And I guess it's gonna have to be Charlie. I'm going Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> She's winning all I'm, the awards. She's cleaning yeah, up. Yes, she is. Uh. Yeah. Or Definitely. maybe it's Donna for being a mean girl. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Donna. Donna. Um. Donna's my baddie. Okay. Like. I feel like um, Charlie's like my Gone Girl, and um, Donna's my Regina George. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Charlie. Okay. Um, Charlie, I'm gonna give it go. to both. I'm gonna have Charlie and Donna. Okay. Yeah. Like and that. I'm gonna actually also give it to Griff because I think <laughs> He's a there's something up. Yeah, there's something up with Griff. Mm. <laughs> he, Griff Walker, Hermione Granger. Griff Walker, Hermione Granger. I, I will Griff say Walker, this. Griff Walker, away in a manger. <laughs> uh, the opening credits, I, I feel like he had a camera in his hand every a shot. Uh, he's just constantly taking pictures. And that, to me, seems a little off. If someone's just that is. always someone's taking just pictures. someone's just always taking pictures, I'm like, what are they taking pictures mm, of? Yeah. Yeah. It might be like child pornography. In oh, boy. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but we don't know. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Maybe. We don't know. <laughs> poor, poor Griff. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't, we know. We don't know. We know nothing about this yeah. guy. We'll find out. Hopefully, If we're wrong, we'll episode. apologize, but not <laughs> until then. Yeah. Confirm yeah. the negative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay um and finally we rate this episode on a scale of one to six hasselhoffs hmm. uh, no i mean listen this was my first night I'll okay give yeah six. like i'll give her six because um i was thoroughly entertained throughout all of it you gave me you gave me some good eye candy you gave me a top heavy hoff you gave me you know a brief <laughs> Uh, you gave me um, a shootout in a uh, a crumpled down building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. A steamy Ooh, yeah. dark alley. It kind of reminded me of like RoboCop, the ending of yes. RoboCop. Or yeah, yeah. It seems like it could be that same building. It was very noir. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all the episodes are like that, but I had fun. Kind of. Sometimes, yeah. But yeah, they they, did, they, they, they finally the ditched for sure. the narration. They have. They ever since they redid nights. Also, yes. two episodes, but they ditched the narration too. I I would say wisely. I it was always like, what are you talking about, Mitch? Yeah. It was always stupid. Right. You don't know. You're new. You're new exactly. here. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's like when someone does improv and then like two months later they're coaching improv and you're like, what? Oh my god, Zach, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, um, uh, mm. Charlie, do you know what you're going to say? Uh, three and a half. Okay. You know, I'll, I'm, I was going to say four. I'll go four and a half. Alex kind of won me over on, like, it, it is pretty fun, actually. I don't, I don't think it's, yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty fun. 
had like, some action. I was characters. so shocked when it was over. I was like, really? That was it? Like, I felt like it went by so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I'll stick with three and a half. <laughs> that was, I thought it was fine. Uh, you're, the, you're the expert, honey. No, no, no. All, <laughs> all ratings matter. <laughs> it's weird. I wanna, yeah, I don't know. No. I, Alex, I, he puts he'll put the rating on the description. He only uses his. Yeah, I always, I always just put mine. No, totally. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, you know what? When I will you write the <laughs> episode descriptions, that's perks. <laughs> I will say this: I unless I'm forgetting an episode, Charlie. Once you say so far, though, for Baywatch Nights, they've all been probably at least like three stars or up. They've all been pretty entertaining overall. Yeah, I think. Wouldn't say it's quality only, television, but the it's only one I think we rated pretty low was the one that was really confusing about the guy who was obsessed with the woman, and then like broke into her house, okay, to kill her. And we that, kept being like, "What was the what was the plot of this episode? Right, like, we yeah. could not make so heads or tail of it." So I think we rated that one low. But for the most part, yeah. And I, I mean, it's an entertaining show for sure. Yeah. It, it's just like they, you can tell that they have not quite figured out the formula of the show. Not at all. Yeah. I swear they change the opening credits every episode. Every episode. Like, Let's try some new scene in there. Something's yeah. And then the fact that they're, like, adding characters, dropping narration, they're, like, now introducing a grenade man. Um, (laughs) I I, I hope to God that grenade man sticks around. I know. I want want him to stick around every episode. I mean, it honestly feels like when they were like, hey, I'm going to need a telephoto lens, and they were like, well, ask Griff. I was like, why couldn't Griff just be, like, the cue for the show Hmm. and then supply them with everything? You know, it's like, hey, you, you need something, you go to Griff. But yeah. now we've got Earl, and Earl's like, I don't want to know, but someone's going to say on the news that hand grenades were set off. So don't tell me. <laughs> like, yeah. And the guy's like, I don't want to watch. I don't want to know. Yeah. I, what, look, I like If you're asking Earl. for hand grenades, you want to blow something up. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's true. Chekhov's <laughs> hand grenade. Yeah. Yeah. And what? so they were essentially just a distraction. Yeah, I mean, like you—they honestly didn't really need the hand grenade. No. Yeah, bombs would have been just fine. <laughs> bombs, yeah, yeah. There is a. Have you guys seen the movie Taken Two? No. No. Okay, so in Taken Two, uh, spoiler alert: Maggie Grace gets taken again, <gasps> and uh, when Liam Neeson is looking for her, she gets a bag of hand grenades. And she starts throwing them onto the roofs of buildings to show him where she is. <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. Yeah, that's like um, Hansel and Gretel breadcrumbs. Yes, it's like Hansel much and Gretel with hand grenades. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like these poor houses that she's throwing them. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. Just like, you would think ah, ah. lives have been and, impacted. And he's like, oh, that's where she is. That movie was also directed by a director whose name is Olivier Megaton. <laughs> okay. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. And That's I believe awesome. has a three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. It's something okay. very low. Yeah. Okay. Um anyway. Uh well, Alex, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Alex. Oh my god, you guys are the best. This was so much fun. Thank you for introducing me to Knights. Oh, uh do you have you. anything that you'd like to plug? Mm, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the maybe check out the 
Britney Spears Oracle card. Yeah. Oh yeah, DM me if you want me to pull at um DM at Alex Ryan Frank if you want me to pull a Britney Spears Oracle card um That's for funny. you. You will likely just learn a new fact about Britney. Um <laughs> and you will seek uh or you will be guided into being open pretty much regardless yeah. of what <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be your your advice is going to be be open. Um <laughs> but you're still gonna have fun like it's so it's still so great <laughs> yeah yeah and you probably want to plug don't worry darling too right mm, mm. <laughs> yes yes uh, a true masterpiece so uh don't sit on that movie no, yeah no. don't sit on it um, <laughs> i uh, would be worried darling if you didn't win <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again for being here yes thank you uh this was fun and what I just said thank you, gentlemen. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> lost that. Um, no need to. Didn't need to cut into my outro. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow! <laughs> With that, nothing. Um, <laughs> well, we will be back next week yes. with an all-new episode of Baywatch Watch Nights, and until then. Stay wet at night. Thanks for listening to Baywatch Watch. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode. If you're just joining us, please subscribe to Baywatch Watch on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us a review on the Apple Music Store. It really helps us out. Thanks, and until next time, stay wet.